for coming out of coming out of retirement a little bit. Uh, it's just time to get started, man. It, it has been so crazy the last several months. Uh, been that long since I've been on, and I've I've tried to be as quiet and as patient as possible, and with the church and 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 with a job change and uh, things with grandkids and stuff like that. It's been crazy the last little bit, but I'm going to tell you, this last week has been the nuttiest week I have ever seen out of Washington, uh, my goodness, since, what, Clinton and his impeachment trial? Uh, I mean, it's been nuts, but there was just something that has just been going on that has just, it really had my attention, it has saddened me, but it's also upset me. And it's upset me as uh, as not just a, a a far right conservative. It has upset me not just as a as a uh, as an American. It's upset me more not just because I'm an African American man. It's upset me because um, it it has been another rough sign and another way for people to say, guess what, you're next. I've been warning people through sermons over the last year plus that as Christians, we needed to be careful because we would be next. We are the targets. We are the ones who are all of a sudden in the crosshairs. And and I wouldn't have really believed that if people weren't saying it out loud. If people weren't going after pastors and churches, if people weren't shooting shooting other people in church, it wouldn't bother me so much if people were putting weren't putting stuff up on church doors complaining about Roe v. Wade. Then it wouldn't bother me so much. But then it started to really tick me off because I'm watching pastors and preachers not step up and say anything. So when we have prominent pastors, prominent teachers, prominent preachers get in pulpits and not say a word about the sanctity of life, it makes me question them completely. Not just a little bit, all of it. What really saddens me, what really irritates me, what really just drives me nuts is this. We now have a group of people out there who call themselves conservatives but want to say they're pro-choice. We have a group of people out there who claim that they're pro-life and, and pro-this and pro-that and they believe in God and they believe in the sanctity of life and then they go running around saying everything but. We have a Congress who is led by a woman who keeps talking about it's about the children, about the children and about the children. But abortion is a right and abortion is this and abortion is that. So tonight we're going to dispel some rumors. Tonight we're going to set the truth. Tonight we're going to to point some things out. And for those of you who are brand new to the show, we this I'm I'm Marion. I've been doing this show for for a couple of years now, and I've taken some time off to kind of spend some more time with the Mrs. Enjoy the Batcave a little bit, spend some quality time with the grandkids off and on, as I promised that I would for 2022. And and quite honestly, just really getting my head straight. And, and there was a lot of things going on behind the scenes, outside the Batcave, that were really bothering me. And 
I just need to get those off my chest, get them out in the open, uh, get them taken care of so I wouldn't have to deal with them anymore, things like that. And, and it took me off my game for a while, but I've been having this nudge, this feeling that I needed to come back. So I'm back. And, and you guys are about to be in for a whale of a ride tonight. So let's just break it down. So Roe v. Wade, as we know it through another court case, was not, was not overturned by the Supreme Court. I don't care who said it. If you read the actual brief by Clarence Thomas, it does not overturn Roe v. Wade. What it does is that it sends it back to the states and let the states decide what is and what is not acceptable. Now, what does that mean for you? If you are a voter, put it on the ballot. Make your people put it on the ballot. Let you vote. But see, here's the problem that the far left, the the crazy elites, the progressives, they don't want you to vote because they don't trust you. They don't trust your sense, your sensibility. They don't trust your parents and what they put in you. They don't trust your grandparents and what they put in you. They want you to follow what they say. And so the Joy, so the Joy, Joy uh, Behars and the Whoopi Goldbergs and the Joy Reeds and some of these other women who are in Hollywood and 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 multimillionaires who have security that have guns are now telling you that you're not smart enough to vote on whether Roe v. Wade should be overturned. Now here's the thing that is so funny. States like California, Washington, Oregon, New York, New Jersey, uh, probably North Carolina, Virginia. Well, Virginia has a, uh, a Republican governor, but most of the Democratic states out there are go- have already triggered some law or signed an executive order to try to make abortion on demand continue to be legal. Okay. But for the states that are conservative in nature, for the states that don't want it, why are you forcing it upon us? And I tell you why. Because they want to bend over backwards to pollute and destroy this country. Now, I'm going to go in a direction that I normally do not go. But I'm just going to be honest about it tonight. This is an all-out attempt to make Saul Alinsky's book on how to destroy a nation come come to life. And so what this really is, ladies and gentlemen, is the first of five volleys into destroying America as we know it. It just so happened that this go around, we stopped it. And the problem that I had with this wasn't the fact that it that it overturned or it slow or it gave it back to the states, gave it back to the voters. And that's not what bothered me. What bothered me was the overall reaction and who was reacting. 
And the funny thing was, was that I was at work when this came down and I didn't even catch a, a, anything on my phone from it. And the, and the crazy part about it was life kept going. There was no, we interrupt this program with a special announcement from ABC News. But you didn't get all that. No, yeah, there were the cable networks and they, they stopped everything of what they were doing and they went and they spent the entire day on it. MSNBC, CNBC, CNN, Fox, all of them. They, I mean, they stopped everything of what they were doing. But let's just be blunt about it. They don't want you to vote. They don't trust your your legislators to vote on the issue. They want it their way right now, no chance of, of rebuttal or questioning or anything else. And if you don't give it to them, by golly, they're going to go out and they're going to riot. It's going to be nights upon nights of rage. It's going to be, ooh, we're going to throw a rock in a window and we're going to spray paint some stuff on some walls and put spray paint some stuff on some streets and we're going to make you scared. Because the 14th Amendment was hurt. Let me explain the 14th Amendment. The 14th Amendment says that no law shall be passed that shall infringe upon the liberties, their virtues, or anything else of an American citizen. Now, under the law, the current law, when a child is born in the United States of America or its territories, that child, regardless of the nationality of the original parents, gets 100% full American citizenship rights. Under the current law, if I killed a pregnant woman in most states, I would be charged, and especially if I knew about it, I would be charged with the deaths of two people. However, the same people that would like to see you hanged for that are the same ones who call them, as Samantha B said, a cluster of cells. A cluster of cells. 50 years ago, ladies and gentlemen, you couldn't find out if the baby that you were that you or your spouse were carrying was male, female, healthy unhealthy, black, white, nothing. You couldn't tell a thing about that baby. All they could do was measure your belly, feel for a heartbeat, listen for a heartbeat, feel feel to see if there was movement in the belly, and say, yep, everything seems good so far. And then all of a sudden you would see the surprise or or whatever issues came from it at the very end when the baby was born. Nowadays, we have the ability through technology to look at a baby. We now can make a 3D image of it. We can see every body part, catch a heartbeat, watch the blood flow. We can check it for all sorts of diseases, all sorts of, of deformities. We can do all sorts of wonderful things through ultrasound. Did you know in 2020 over 900,000 abortions were performed 
This isn't U.S. government statistics. This was from a left-wing liberal abortion rights group. 900,000 900, people. Babies were aborted slash terminated in 2020. 900,000. Let me give you a, a concept that goes with that. 900,000 people is roughly the combined population of not the city of Knoxville and the nine surrounding counties around it. So last census, the city of Knoxville had 450,000 people in it. The surrounding nine counties had another half million. You are talking about literally wiping one fifth or actually a little bit more than that of the population of the state of Tennessee off the map through abortion. 900,000. We live in a time today when people are saying that's a good thing. Now, keep in mind that every living person who, who is for abortion rights and for abortion on demand, okay? Now, now let me let me split out let me split a hair here. Now, personally, do I believe that all abortions should be outlawed? Well, we were in a perfect utopia. Yes. However, there are times when an abortion, as it is, must be performed, period, must be performed. OK. But those are medical emergencies. Those are medical situations where the mother's life has been ruled more priority over the child's life. And that is one of the most heart-wrenching things that you can ever do. I once worked for a contractor for the Department of Defense, and I had to explain to a couple, because they were very upset that they had been in a car accident, um, the mother lost a baby, and the terms that came through, the terms that the hospital had to use, for the removal of the child from her stomach was an abortion. Okay. That's the terminology that the hospital used. By federal law, the U.S. military cannot pay for an abortion. There are, again, exceptions to the rule. I had to spend 30 minutes convincing this commissioned officer and his wife that that was not the case. They did not have an abortion as their under as their understanding was that this was the terminology used by the hospital when they had to remove the child. Any time that the gestation of a fetus has to be terminated. It is, by definition, called an abortion. And so not only did these people have to go through the scary thought of losing the mother, but and also the grief of losing the child, they had to deal with, a, with a, uh, an insurance system that required them, that actually turned down their claim 
because of that word we went back and fixed it but it was just the idea that this even took place that it, that was difficult now i know there's going to be some people out there that say well marion you're just a guy you have a you have a male organ and you wouldn't understand i'm an american i'm a black american i'm a taxpayer i do understand and I do understand that when companies like Planned Parenthood goes out and they place their their uh, dungeons of death only in black neighborhoods, only in poor neighborhoods, only in Latino na- neighborhoods, you never see that in rich white section. You never see that in upscale section. You only see that in poor sections. That's done by design. That is done on purpose. And it is done as a predatory way of keeping the population at bay it is a designed way of bringing up the people that they want to bring up or allow to grow or allow to flourish in a way of putting everyone else down go back and look look up the founder of Planned Parenthood they have never disavowed what she said they have never disavowed who she was They never stepped away from her. So for those of you who do not know what I'm talking about, the name of the woman who created Planned Parenthood as it is now, her name is Mary Sanger. And in the 19-teens, 20s, and 30s, there was a movement around the world called eugenics. Eugenics is not something that you get for male testosterone. That's newgenics. Eugenics is this. Eugenics was the overall mental idea ideology that people of certain races of certain backgrounds were not good enough smart enough or well enough to be able to go out and have kids that their children would not be productive members of society and because they would not be productive members of society that we needed to curtail the population thereof Now, black people already had two strikes against them because, remember, right around this time, we're only 50 to 60 years outside of the Civil War. Black people are still, by definition, considered two-thirds of a man. We had no voting rights. Even white women could vote in 1919. Ten years later, when the Great Depression begins, Women had the right to vote. So when they say we're taking women back, I like to remind people women had the right to vote. Black men and women could not vote in 1919. They could not vote in 1929, 1939. When we were going to World War II, keep in mind, we were not allowed to vote in 1949 when we were fighting the Korean War. Black men were giving their lives. We could not fight. We could not vote. And when we did fight for our country, we had to be segregated. A cluster of cells is Samantha B's way of basically saying this. 
I want to be able to do what I want to do when I want to do it and not have to deal with the overall consequences of my actions. And therefore, if I want to go out and have abortion on demand, I should be able to do it. Why do you think plan B pills are so popular today? That's what they're afraid of. You see, the thing is, is that in, instead of having the abortion, you can go to the doctor and get plan B pills. And you can take those and they will terminate the baby for you. You'll feel a little bit of discomfort. But it'll be all good. The humorous part here is this. These people want to curtail the population. They don't want you to be smart. They want you to be dumb. They don't want you to flourish. They want you to fail. They don't want you to go out and be a millionaire. They want you to stay home and stay high. Same people now. And as I, and as I have preached before, the reason why you see people going out of their way to say this and do this and make these big these big things and they and they're all crying on TV and everything is because they want to control who you are. What you do when you do it and how you do it. Ann Navarro, who's a woman who claims to be a journalist, who works for CNN and occasionally will do um will be on the view came out on national TV and said one of the reasons why abortion must be, must be on demand without restriction is because special need kids, parents need to make a decision on special needs kids. No, and your mama should have had, should have reconsidered your behind. This woman got on national TV and blamed her family and the issues her family was having and said abortion should have been a no-nonsense answer so that it takes off the hardships on the mothers and the fathers and the families because everybody suffers with a child with special needs, a child with Down syndrome or a child with autism. You know, if you gave her blonde hair and put another 20, 30 pounds on her, we could have probably put her in Africa and she would have been like Sally Struthers just looking at you at the TV at three in the morning going, won't you give the help to special need children? Won't you help? Look at little Johnny. He should have been aborted, but he was born. Won't you help so we can have more abortion? That's basically what she was saying. And one of her own buddies on CNN lit into her, not only on TV, but on Twitter, and said, seriously, how can you say that? If you're ashamed of your family, be ashamed of your family. But some of us love our kids as they are. We live in a time when people are saying, because you don't look right, you shouldn't be here. Well, good Lord, if that was the case, then my ugly black behind would have been gone a long time ago, huh? And keep in mind this. If it is that important for abortion to be legal, 
for the mother, for a woman, let's not even tell you use the word mother because now they want to use birthing parent and all this mess. So if they want to use for fun, if they want to use this analogy that women should have the right to control their bodies, then I'm going to ask them the question, who controls when old people die? Who's going to make those decisions? Because if you are allowing women to make the decision of who lives and who dies, then you got to figure out who's going to make the decision as to when you die. Because honestly, wouldn't that be along the same chain, along the same battle? Watch Star Trek, the original Star Trek series. You know what? There's even a really good Star Trek The Next Generation uh, episode where a noted scientist who was trying to who was trying to save his planet was about to turn 60 and at that time the planet had a had a law that said that when you turn 60 it was time to die and you had 15 days i think it was 50 it was either 5 or 15 days from the time you turned 60 years old for you to say goodbye to your parents and commit suicide Failure to do so would mean that you would be found and executed. 60. Under that insane thinking, think about how many people in Congress right now would have already been murdered or committed suicide. Think about how many people you know that are over the age of 60. But remember a cluster of cells. We should have the right to make a decision on the cluster of sales. Then if you have a right to make a decision on the cluster of sales, who gets to make the decision on the whole body when it's grown up, when it's had some miles on it, when it's a little older? Who makes that decision, huh? You and Navarro, by the way, who's creeping up in the mid to late 50s? Who makes that decision, Whoopi Goldberg? Who makes that decision, Joe Bay, Joy Behar? Who makes that decision, Joy Reid? I just want to know, who are you going to have to make that decision? Let's dispel another myth. It is hard on black women to have babies by themselves and to do it financially. Ladies and gentlemen, black women, white women, Latino women, Asian women have been raising babies by themselves with or without a man in the house for hundreds of years, thousands of years. Remember the woman that Jesus uh, saved from stoning? She had been married five times, and the man that she was living with at that moment wasn't even her husband. So you got to figure with five guys and a sixth one living in the house, there better be, there should have been some babies along the way somewhere, right? Women have been taking care of kids for thousands of years by themselves, whether the man was in the house or not. Let me explain something. You know, when you tell us, when a black person tells a black community that it is hard to be black in America, you're telling us something that we already know. But here's where I just go off. When you say that, and you say that as if we are the, not only at fault, but when you say it as if we can't do it because we're incompetent, 
oh, the black sister out there, she's incompetent. She can't do this on her own. She needs to be able to get rid of the baby at, on demand. Really? Really? Because I know a lot of success stories of single parents. Don't sit there and tell me for a second that a, that a woman can't have and raise a child on her own. San, Sandra raised three kids on her own. When her husband was sick. And she still took time to take care of him until he died. Don't tell me that it can't be done. It can be done. And yes, will it require more resources? Yes. Will it require more help? Yes. But don't tell me it can't be done. It's one of the dumbest things I've ever heard. You disparage your own people when you say stuff like this. You disparage your own people when you sit there and say that it can't be done. It can be done. But here's the thing that we all have to do and understand. We all must come together and learn this. That until we teach our kids that life is more than hormones. And that if you follow abstinence until you are ready for marriage, that the sex will be better. I guarantee you, you won't have the teen pregnancies that we do today. But when we have shows like Teen Mom and Teen Mom OG, and we're paying girls at 14, 15, and 16 to get pregnant and have babies, and we are following them on, on, on social media, and we're thinking they're the greatest thing since sliced bread, I'm sorry. That's just not right. And where in, the, where in God's name are the parents? Oh, I'm sorry, sitting back counting their kids' money? Have we really lost our minds? So again, when we have people who are saying, well, these people over here can't, can't handle the pressure of being a parent, I guarantee you there are a lot of people out there regardless of your social economics, regardless of your demographics, who are scared out of their mind because they're about to be a parent. But the last thing they're going to do is even think for a half second of terminating that pregnancy. It makes zero sense when you label one group of people as incompetent, unable, or just downright dumb over something that happens to all sorts of people across all sorts of demographics. Stop it. Let's disparage another rumor that democracy is coming to an end. Democracy, ladies and gentlemen, is not coming to an end. Elections, as, as, as Hillary Clinton uh, famously said, elections have consequences. Nancy Pelosi followed that up. Chuck Schumer followed it up. Even, even the great in his own mind Mitch McConnell followed that up. Elections have consequences. When people got tired of the lies, the cheats, and the grifting during the Obama administration, eight years, and Hillary Clinton ran for office, some guy named Donald Trump came out of nowhere and won. 
And a lot of people are upset and they got, I can't believe Donald Trump won. Why? Because he was the first guy to go into a black neighborhood and sit in Chicago with, 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 uh, with black civil activists. And he asked the question, what can I do to help curtail black on black crime? What can I do? What kind of resources do you need from me for this? There's a video on YouTube from Steve Harvey, and he talked about the first time he met Donald Trump, and he went up into the Trump Tower, and this was during the transition. He wasn't even in office yet. This is during the transition, and he's sitting at his desk, and Steve, Steve was, was, was looking at him because he was trying to figure out why he was calling him up to the Oval Office, and, uh, not Oval Office, to the to Trump Tower, and, and he looked up, and Donald Trump looked over at him, and he said, what can I do for you, Steve? How can I help you? And Steve wasn't ready for that. Steve was ready to get mad at him because he was he was this guy that everybody thought was a misogynist and racist. And yet, and, and the funny thing about it was my, my former senior pastor continued on and on and on about, about how Trump was a racist. I said, prove it. You see, I'm one of those people that I will listen to what you say, but there's a point in time I'm going to ask you to prove it. Give me stats. Give me figures. Give me numbers. Give me something to back up what you're saying so that I can believe it, too. But the problem was is that nobody could point to it. Well, you know, he's done this. Really? Because he's given more money to black people than white. With the exception of politicians. I said, I didn't see... I didn't see Joe Biden going into black neighborhoods and saying, how can we curb black on black crime? I didn't see Barack Obama going into his Chicago or New York and asking the people there how, how to help combat black on black crime. And yet, for some unknown reason, black on black crime continues to kill. You see, democracy is at work when you pick the person that you want to lead you, but then you can't get mad when the person you pick to lead doesn't lead. Lori Lightfoot, uh, what's the girl's name out of Atlanta? Bottoms is her last name, which is a weird name. Bowers is the, is the uh, female uh, mayor of D.C. Um, I can't remember who the one is in Baltimore, uh, but you got all the uh, Adams in, in New York. All of these cities... These mayors and governors, um, Hochul out of New York went out of her way for, her, for an extended um, press conference. They got so full of themselves, they couldn't, they couldn't wait to get on TV to decry about not just abortion, but they were decrying over the gun, over the gun bill that got um, thrown out by the U.S. Supreme Court. Now, now, why is that so important when it comes to democracy? The same people who were voted in, including Adams, who claimed he was tough on crime, has done nothing to stop crime. Look at what's going on in California. Look at what's going on in New York, Chicago, Baltimore, Atlanta. Sad to say, my hometown of Nashville, Detroit. These cities with Democratic mayors that the people voted in, how many more young people have to die 
And here's the problem that pisses me off, especially in the black community, if you guys will allow me to rant for two minutes. This is what makes me mad. We're shooting ourselves in the street with with stolen, unlicensed weapons. But everybody wants to pat themselves on the back over a freaking AR-15. Well, that's a military-style assault weapon. No, it looks like a military-style assault weapon, but no military man will go out into combat with it. If you, For those of you who don't know, it uses the same size of bullets similar to a twenty-two, And even a semi-automatic, it's still a small bullet. You want to get mad at a gun, get mad at an AK-47. Here's the humorous part. In the, under the current gun bill that just got signed into law by by the uh, by by uh, grand by grandfather Biden there, great grandfather Biden I better call him. Under the original proposal that the House had, so let me let me rephrase this: not not what was passed by not what was passed in the Senate, what was passed in the House. Okay, never made it to the Senate, but what was passed in the House? The magazine size would have outlawed 90% of all guns in the United States. The most popular weapon out there right now is the 9mm, made by at least 20 different companies. Most of them have a magazine capacity of 15 to 17 rounds. Okay. under what the House had proposed, and they're going to try to push it through the Senate too, the the largest magazine capacity that you could have would have been seven. Now, would that mean that gun manufacturers would have, for say, redone the clip so that it would only hold seven? Yeah, they would have done that. But imagine this, the most deadly weapon that would have been out there would have been the 44 Magnum. That you can still buy legally in the United States. Okay. Now, why do I say this? All of these politicians got up there and were complaining about abortion, complaining about guns. And guess what? They weren't doing anything about black on black crime. When families continue to cry, when families continue to lose people, when the only people who make money out of this are drug pushers, drug dealers, and morticians, somebody somewhere along the line is going to wake up one day and do what Donald Trump did and go into black neighborhoods and say, what can I do to help stem the tide? What can I do to help stem the blood loss? What can I do to stop having families cry? Every single weekend. What was it? The guy in Uvadale shot up to school. He killed 21 people, uh, 19 kids, two, uh, 19 kids, two teachers. Right. Uh, that's 21. Do you know, on average, almost nine people and 50 injured are nine people are killed, 50 injured in Chicago on a weekly basis? In other words, what he did in one time with one AR-15 is, is dwarfed 
three and a half times. In other words, it takes three weeks just to match what is killed in Chicago. Same thing in New York. In fact, the Houston Baptist, Houston Baptist College basketball player, 21 years old, lost his life because he was shot at a party. He was shot at a party, 21 years old, unarmed. When is enough enough? So here we are on the front end watching, watching us kill each other, killing off an entire generation so there will be almost nobody between the ages of 15 and 25 because, you know, we're shooting each other to death. All the ones between 25 and 30 are going out there stealing and robbing and acting a fool. And then here we are aborting babies. And all of the liberals and the elites who are going to these epic galas wearing all of these uh political talking point t-shirts and tuxedos and dresses and they're all patting each other on the back and talking about how wonderful they are are all upset because you might get to vote on something and they're sitting there going you can't do that because you don't know remember when remember when biden said that this that abortion could not go back to the states because it was the political whim of the people. He was basically saying he didn't trust us to make a decision. The same 85 million Americans who vote, who quote, voted, end quote, for him, but he didn't trust us to make a decision. But he thinks it's best that we pay four fifty-five and and in California almost eight dollars a gallon for gas. But he thinks abortion is a right. But the first and second amendments, and eh, you know, not so much. You see, the thing is, ladies and gentlemen, democracy didn't die. Democracy worked. Mitch McConnell used the power of the Speaker of the, of the, of the Senate to keep Neil Gorsuch, not good Neil Gorsuch, Merrick Garland, from becoming a Supreme Court justice. And from the way Merrick Garland has been acting since the year and a half he's been in office, I'm glad he did it. As much as I don't like Mitch McConnell, I'm glad he did it. Elections have consequences. And so when Trump got in office, Trump told you what he was going to do. Trump did what he said he was going to do. He elected conservatives on a short list to the Supreme Court. And he elected whom he thought was the most, uh, was the most electable the most conservative and fell in line with what he believed. So guess what? There's a 6-3 majority on the court. Liberals are so upset about what happened this week, they're blaming a dead Supreme Court justice for what happened. Well, Ruth Bader Ginsburg, you should have gone ahead and retired. And had you retired, guess what? We wouldn't have had this. Really? Because it still would have only been 5-4. You still would have had the same situation. And the problem you have now is, now that you've gotten Justice Breyer to retire, you are only replacing him with somebody much dumber 
And now the problem is, is that she can't think for herself. When a woman can't define what a woman is, do you really want to give her a black robe? Oh, yeah. It's not that we're dumb and we can't vote for ourselves because guess what you all have said? Elections have consequences. So now when most of Americans who hated Trump are now paying more at the pump, guess what? Elections have consequences. And for those of us who are paying it and didn't vote for didn't vote for for Biden, guess what? We're going to correct that in November. And they will have consequences. See, black people have been taken for granted for so long. LBJ said when he passed, when he when he passed the war on poverty, he said, and I quote, this should keep black people. I won't use the word he used. This should be keep this should keep black people voting Democrat for the next 50 years. Up until Barack Obama was elected president, he was absolutely correct. And because he was absolutely correct, we continued like sheep voting for Democrats. Claiborne out of South Carolina not only saved Joe Biden's butt for the presidency. He was rewarded by having his daughter getting all these government contracts. So his daughter is now becoming rich. His family is becoming rich. Because he helped Joe Biden. Here's the funny part. Go back. And look up racist things that Joe Joe Biden has said over his lifetime. Recorded on video. Recorded for audio. Stuff he said. And if you think for one moment that he is still a better human being than Donald Trump, then you continue to vote the way you did. The way you have. I'm not a huge Donald Trump fan. But when you tell me what you're going to do and you go do it. You tell me what's going to happen if you vote for the other guy and it happens. Guess what? The man either has a crystal ball. He's either Q from QAnon. Or he's been telling you the truth the whole time. And most of us were too stupid not to listen. We're at a point now where he is taking credit for what's going on right now in the Supreme Court. And Clarence Thomas has now been bold enough, even though people have called him an Uncle Tom, a coon, everything else, a sellout, all this stuff. They called him all this stuff because he's conservative. And what really gets me is that at the end of the day, there are more conservatives out there than what people actually know. We just try to be quiet in the corners and in the shadows. But ladies and gentlemen, right now, it's really dangerous to be a conservative. It's even more dangerous to be a Christian. They are coming after us at our churches. They're coming after us because of what's on our cars or what's around our necks. Or they're coming after us because we actually pray to a God. They're coming after us because we dare be put the Christ in Christmas. They're coming after us because how we dare celebrate Easter with more than just an Easter egg hunt. They come after us because 
we actually are trying to be the examples of Christ. Ladies and gentlemen, they're coming after us. They have already sounded the alarm. They've already said what they're going to do. Look at what they did. If When they do that to Joel Osteen, when they're sending women into Joel Osteen's church to strip down to their underwear and start yelling in the middle of a sermon, when they're doing that to Joel Osteen, and that's one individual who will not say a thing about abortion, you're really, really, really trying to eat your own. And what really is so sad and so frustrating is not only that Joel won't say anything, but none of his other people would stood up and said anything back to this woman. They were so worried about the message and the messenger that they weren't even worrying about the person over here acting a fool. Many on the left have already said what they needed to do. If they're willing to go to a Supreme Court justice home and try to terrorize them and scare them, when you already got a guy who's already on trial for attempting to assassinate a Supreme Court justice and his family. He didn't just bring one set of, of, of uh, zip ties. He brought several for a reason. Ladies and gentlemen, the target is on your back, and you better be ready. These are people who are not just unhinged. They done lost their minds. And I'm not saying that to, to hoop or hype anything up. I'm just being honest because that's exactly what they said they were going to do. This is the insanity of it all. We cannot continue to sit back and watch this take, take place against, against our country. You guys have heard me say on more than one occasion that you people learn in three places. That is school, home, in church and the only reason why we learn this stuff in those three places is because it has to be reinforced in two of them we stop teaching god in school people stop going to church and then they wonder why their children are acting like banshees people stop going to church so they stop learning ethics they stop learning morality and then they turn the TV on and then they see all this other crap going on on TV. They see Brad and her wife trying to have a baby. They're trying to normalize homosexuality. They're even trying to do it in, with Disney and Pixar characters. Keep in mind, there are people at Disney who, who not only were caught on video saying that they were going to promote this as, as to as young of a crowd as they could, but they were gloating and being gleeful about it. They're teaching this at an earlier and earlier age. So, yes, I blame the home. One of the most popular shows on Nickelodeon is The Loud House. One of the kids on The, on the Loud House has a white and black father. And Nickelodeon was so proud of it during Pride Month, they actually were showing clips from the show. This is about taking away the nuclear family. I am way over time, but I'm back. And over the next several weeks, and we're going to do this once a week, maybe even twice, depending on how crazy I am, 
We're going to go over Saul Alinsky's book on how to destroy a nation. We're going to go step by step on what he's doing. We're going to go step by step on how he's doing it, how we are doing it to ourselves. And we're going to go step by step on how to stop it. Because unfortunately, we need to be honest with each other. We have ducked and ran and, and hid for cover for so long, we no longer even bother to look up from underneath the rock that we're on under. We are so far scared out of our minds that we have put ourselves in a position where we are letting those people from those elections which have consequences, we're letting those people dictate how we live and make us broke in the process. And we're going to look at his, how, his, how historically this has taken place and how it's happened before and how it's happening right now. It's got to end, ladies and gentlemen. The first and number one place it has to end, you have to vote. You have to vote. If you have not already, if you don't have your voter registration card, Get in contact with your depart uh, with your county board of electors elections. Get in contact with them. Update your information. Get a new card if you have to. I don't care what state you're in. Get a new card if you have to. Because this is the only way we're going to prove to them once and for all that we are not just a silent majority; that we are the majority. It has been noted that gays and lesbians make up 1% of the population. 1% of 350 million people. 1%, that's 3.5 million people. That's why they didn't go just to gays and lesbians. It is now the LGBTQIA plus minus divide cosine sine and tangent. Because they had to group all of these people in to make them look bigger. Because if they figured if they can make themselves look bigger, then they can have a louder voice, which means they can get anything they want. Well, ladies and gentlemen, the squeaky, the squeaky wheel gets the grease. Guess what we have to do? We got to scream a little louder. And Clarence Thomas was right when he said that through this decision, other decisions may have to be reexamined re during this time period. And why is that? Because the 14th Amendment to due process was not given to babies. Was not given to it. In other words, many courts around the country say that you're not a child, you're not a human, a living being until you pop out of mama's uterus. But here's the question. If you have eyes, ears, lips, a mouth, if you have body parts, if you have blood and a beating heart, and you are growing inside of a womb, when do you become? Well, let's just ask this question. When is it life? Because if I killed you by accident or on purpose while you're in the womb, the state can have my life because of it. But if the mother decides to terminate it, it's just a cluster of cells. Excuse me? If all of that is true, my question is, where's the fairness? And where does the why does the baby get the short end of the stick? 
Now, if you've had an abortion, if you have had some, if you know people who have had it, keep in mind, as a conservative and definitely as a Christian, I'm not here to condemn you. That's not my job. I'm not here to put you down. That's not who I am. My job is to encourage you and love you. And to remind you that God loves you for who you are, what you are, where you are, how you are, and why you are where you are at today. He just asks that you follow him and believe in him so that you can change from where you are to where he wants you to be so he can change you to who he wants you to be because somebody somewhere is always watching you is in, and is depending upon you and the changes in your heart so that you can be as good of an example as Jesus. We are not perfect people. I'm not a perfect person. I've said and done some things I'm not ash- I, that I'm, I'm completely ashamed of. I've done things I'm not proud of. But let me say it this way. Thank goodness that there was a God that there is a God who believes in second chances, who believes in people still can be loved on and encouraged. And the sanctity of life that God has given us allows us to have kids and grandkids that grow up that we can love on, that we can be examples to so they can be examples to, oh, I'm sorry, guess who? Their kids and grandkids. Abortion rallies are not cool, chic, country clubbish. There was a couple on one of the networks last night, and they're standing in the middle of all of this, and they're holding hands with backpacks on, taking in the sights and sounds, with green bicycle helmets attached to the bottom of them. And I'm going, do you guys really understand what you're saying by being there? Do you really understand what you're pushing while you're being there? Because it doesn't affect you. What you're pushing for doesn't affect you, but it affects the rest of the country. And it affects God. It affects this country because we are, contrary to what people have been saying, because people are ignorant and we stop teaching history in school, this is a Christian nation. Point. Match. Game. This is a Christian nation. And guess what? Read the Mayflower Compact. Now, even if you're black and you want to say, we didn't land at Plymouth Rock, Plymouth Rock landed on us. Well, they didn't bring slaves to Plymouth Rock. That was almost 100 years later. And Englanders brought slaves, not the pilgrims. People from England brought slaves. So, ladies and gentlemen, read the Mayflower Compact. Tell me after you read it, that this was not founded on a Christian belief as a Christian country. And I will remind you that there are people out there who want to take God out of everything. We have to stand up because if we don't stand up, they will stay. They will sit us down, put tape over our mouth, put our hands behind our back and in a proverbial sense, shoot us. being as honest as possible. We cannot any longer shy away 
from the war that they're trying to put on us because they don't like the fact that we have Christian principles. They don't like the fact this is an all-out assault on God. No ifs, ands, or buts. They don't want us to be able to make the decision to defend ourselves. They don't want us to have the decision to openly say what we want to say anywhere as much or as often as they do. They control the news waves, the news, the airwaves. They control the newspapers, the TV stations, and the radio stations. And they jump all over Fox News, Blaze TV, uh, News Nation, you name it. They're all over them for their conservative voice when they are six times the size. They are upset because you pray. Because remember, as Nancy said, it's all about the children, the children, the children, the children. But she's all for 900,000 dying. Remember what Chelsea Clinton said when her mother was running for president, that abortion brought $3 trillion to the U.S. economy? What she didn't tell you was what did they do in order to get there? What she didn't tell you is that Planned Parenthood is the number one seller of body parts and blood in the United States. And they don't get it from from adult bodies. They chop them up, seal them up, and then they ship them all over the world. That's not me making that up. That's true statements. So this is just part one of a battle. Five-step plan. Tear this country apart, tear it down, and bring it back to the good old days when the rich could tell you what to do, when the powerful could tell you how to do it, when everybody else made decisions for you, and if you lived or died, that's up to you. And if you think I'm making this up, look up a Hollywood movie starring Justin Timberlake, where everybody had time, st- time uh, counters in their arms and they had to go get time every day. And you got additional time if you went to work, but when your timer w- reached zero, your body shut down and you died. Ladies and gentlemen, that's where we're going. Hollywood likes to tell you from time to time where things are going to go, where they would like to see things go. This isn't an episode of, but of of Lightyear. This is real life. And so now all of a sudden what we're going to start seeing is we're going to start seeing people start doing some crazy stuff. Because they're going out of their way to prove who they are. They're going to prove to you what they're really about. You already saw it from Will Smith. Will Smith was more upset that another that a comedian made fun of him or made fun of his wife, he was more upset that somebody made fun of his wife's hair than about the fact that his wife was sleeping on him with a with a kid, a kid, let me use that term again, a child half his age. And he was going out on the internet and bragging about it. Don't slap the kid. No, you gonna slap another man for making a, who's a comedian, by the way, who, who makes money talking jokes, you're going to slap the guy who makes a comment about your wife's head. 
but you ain't going to slap the kid over his behavior? Now, I don't advocate domestic violence, but I'm so sorry. Somebody would have been pimp slapped in that house over that. And I would have started with my son, who not only brought the boy in the house, but also knew about it and condoned it. I would have gone to the wife. Then I would have gone to the kid. Because that's the problem that many of us have in America today. We got parents that don't want to pimp slap their kids a couple of times across the back of the head. But that's for a different show at a different time. You see, these people want to tell you, don't look at what we're doing. Do what I say. You need to get the shot. Really? Okay, how's that shot working for you? Anthony Fauci? How's that shot working for you? Nancy Pelosi, Kamala Harris? How's that shot working for you? Didn't you have COVID again? Again! This is a deliberate attempt to destroy this country. And I used to think that if I said that out loud that I was a conspiracy theorist, I'd be no different than Alex Jones or I'd be no different than um, Rachel Maddow or some of these other ones. But now when you start reading between the lines, man, it is deadly serious. Why do you think they're not going after these shooters the way they should? Why do you think they're not going after the, the, the crime the way they are? Why do you think they're doing and saying the stuff that they're doing right now? It's because they're, they're, it, this, there's a far bigger ideology behind it. Biden told you, sometimes in transition, there's going to be pain. We're going through transition. We need to kill it. And because we need to kill it, we need to stop it in its tracks. We need to know what's going on. We need to know what the playbook is. And the playbook is very, very, the playbook is available online. The playbook is available in bookstores. The playbook is available. They put it out there so you can read it so you'll know what's going on. Just so that when it happens, they can look at you and say, didn't you read the book? Because if you read the book, then you'll know what's going on. So then there's no other excuse. So we're going to talk about that. So guys, I'm going to end this right here because I have a sermon to work on for in the morning. For those of you who don't know, I'm pastor of a small church called Bible based fellowship. You can find us online at Facebook. It's called Bible based fellowship of Bowling Green. And if you, and if you follow, we, we go by the Bible, by the book for the book about the book. We're going to continue to do these uh, to do these podcasts once a week and we're going to hit on different subjects. But I, I really want you guys to think and get prepared because the, the worst is not hit yet. Just hasn't. There's going to be some economic things we're going to talk about. As you know, this started off being a money show and a goal oriented show. And I really want you guys to work on on your money as I am. So what we need to do is we need to start getting prepared. And the reason why we need to start getting prepared is because they're going to come after us. They're going to come after taking our money. They're going to try to take our money. 
And we'll talk about that when we talk about the destruction of the, of the, of the country from the inside out. But as the music playing in the background, just want you to know, stay strong, stay solid. Don't stay woke, because woke gets you broke. But stay who you need to be. I pray for each and every one of you. Thank you for listening today. Uh, We'll be back soon with another episode. As always, we will see you on the flip side. Hope you guys have a great, great rest of your week. Till then, I'll talk to you later. Peace out.